Hello and welcome back to the Off the Dome podcast, everyone. I hope you guys are having another wonderful, amazing, spectacular, awesome fucking day. Um, I want to just start off by addressing the big situation that's uh, kind of taken over uh, what's going on, even in the sport, our sports world. Um, we kind of seen it last night before the, the game. Uh, Steve Kerr addressed the situation down in Texas, the school shooting. Um, as of right now, uh, it's come out. We've got 19 kids and two teachers dead. And um, I, I just want to say my thoughts and prayers go out to, to the families and anyone involved. Uh, it's just, just sad. You hate seeing this stuff. And too many times this stuff happens. And I don't want to get too too political and too into this stuff because that's not what we're here. But it, it's kind of taken over even the sports world. So I feel like I need to just touch it for a minute let's just let's just get out of the way and and, and and talk about it for a second um it's absolutely disgusting what's going on and and, and the fact that anyone in the right mind would uh feel the need to, to lash and lash out like this and, and take out kids is just absolutely disgusting um I just I don't know what what goes through someone's head that even would want to do this, and a lot of people are now <clears throat> going after like, oh, it's you know we need to look at guns and and you know, and I agree there should be a definitely a background check for sure when it comes to, to guns, and and you shouldn't just be able to walk into a store and and get a gun off the shelf and out the door you go. But I, I don't think at the same time we we want to sit back and just say it's the guns' fault, uh, you know. I'm a firm believer in that you should be able to own guns and the right to bear arms. And, a, and at the same time, I think there should be a background check and you should, there should be checks and balances just like anything in life. Just be checks and balances. I think this is, this shows to me this is a more of a, a mental health issue than anything. And I know that's a lot of times that's thrown out there when these things happen. And, but I, I really believe that because I don't know anybody today that is would willingly would just go out and and say you know what it's time to to shoot that school up i'm gonna just mow down 19 kids i i don't know anybody in in a sane normal world where anybody would want to do that so it just there needs to be checks on people uh we need to have a better we need to have a better understanding we need to talk about this stuff and and our our mental health is huge and i I think it's we're, we're getting better about talking about it and making it normal to talk about it i think we've come a long way since you know, before where we're just people just you know you just don't say nothing about it you just deal with it and it erupts in different ways and to me this this is not a, something a normal sane <clears throat> human being would do I I just I just I'm a firm believer in that I, I don't know anybody that would that would just willingly go shoot up to school I think a hundred percent there should be background checks and and, and extensive extensive checks on on people you shouldn't just be allowed to go in and, and get a gun and the same day here you go have it take it, it, it and it's just people need to be educated we should talk about this more we should educate people on 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 how to use guns and it's not even about how people not even know how to use guns i guess it's it's more of we just need to know that there's there, this is a mental thing this is a mental health issue that because I'm I'm sure that this that this it just baffles me. I'm at a loss of words, to be honest, because it's just it's disgusting that anybody would do this and having a child is just I couldn't I could not imagine. I just couldn't I could not imagine. 
just putting myself in this sho- in in someone's shoes, one of these parents' shoes that, that lost their child. I just, it's just, it's just disgusting, and it's 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 horrifying, and that we even have to talk about it over and over and over and over and over again. We gotta do something, you know. We gotta do something. I don't think it's hey, take everybody's guns or hey, no more buying guns. I don't. That's not it. That's not that's not gonna. That's a that's a, just a rash decision trying to solve a problem. That ain't gonna, that ain't gonna do nothing. Um, I think what needs to happen is we we need to really check on people and we need to, you know, there's there, I'm sure there's signs. There's there's signs when people are going through stuff. You know, it, it just we just need to be nicer to each other. We just need to, to to really just embrace each other. Stop stop looking at somebody and judging them without talking to them. You know, have a conversation with somebody that you wouldn't normally have a conversation with. Just just tell somebody, hey, I hope you have a great day. It's just the little things that we don't get right as human beings. We're so disconnected from one another. We're so, uh, you know, into social media and and, and 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 things like that. We're just we're just disconnected from a human to human uh, interactions. We're just we're just so disconnected, and, and it's sad. And I think it leads to, to people being standoffish, and um, it just it just pushes people towards this rabbit hole of, of they feel like they got nowhere they don't have anybody and, and and I think that's how these situations occur I don't think it's every every situation because every, anything is case to case every person's different just you look at humans we're different person to person so I, you can't just put everything in one box and go yep this is this is it pack it up all right that's what it is no that's not the case I mean there's just it's just that's not how life works in any situation so I, I think we need to just realize first to not react just on our gut emotion of what we want to do because nine times out of ten what we our gut reaction is to something our initial emotion to something is usually not the best thing in any situation you know, so I think we just y'all need to take a step back and, and the people that have the ability to, to change things they need to do their part but we also need to do our part is what we can do individually we need to sit down we need to have a talk Talk, talk to your family members and, and have the conversation. Have these tough conversations that are hard to even to bring up. How where do you even start? But with that being said, we'll, we'll just we'll leave it there. Um, <clears throat> let's just now transition into this. There was a basketball game being played. I know it's hard to even. You know, I don't know how them guys even were thinking about it, but right before the game. But there was a game last night uh, between the Dallas Mavericks and the Golden State Warriors. And uh, signs of life. The Mavericks showed signs of life. I th- I think I've been saying this now since since the beginning. They've had this ability to, to pull this off. Um, and and they they this they this series, like I've been saying, they they've had this chance. This opportunity's been there for them. They just haven't been taking it. And finally, they cashed in on the opportunity. They played great. All the shots were going in. I mean, they were they were fantastic, and and the score was one nineteen to one oh nine. But towards the end there, I think they when the starters were pulled, the Golden State made a run in the fourth quarter. They were thirty nine to twenty a difference there, but the damage was already done uh, by that point. Uh, Doncic was he was even having an off night really. I mean, he shot uh, ten for twenty six, three for eleven from threes, nothing spectacular, but. It was the other guys, the key pieces for this series. Luke is going to get his points regardless. He almost had a triple-double. He had 13, or 13, 30 points, 14 boards, 9 assists. 
He had two steals, two blocks. All, all around in the number-wise, he, he looked good. But uh, shooting, he was a little off from three. Uh, he, he was definitely off. But, again, the, the, the key pieces around him, his 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 uh, pieces around him were, were the key factor here. Finney Smith finally stepped up. He dropped 23. That's huge. See, when these guys are on, these guys are on. Bullock, 6 for 10 from 3. He had 18. Uh, Brunson was a little bit quiet. Uh he had one three, one for two, five for twelve from the field. He he was a little bit quiet, but again, the other guy stepping up. Maxi Kleba had thirteen points. He was he found the stroke from the three, uh, which kind of was what they needed. But then you look at that, and then it, it's, he saw it just he started playing better. You know, he had three blocks, so they they got that that rim protector I was talking about. They needed, and I, it's just there. These pieces are, are finally kicking in. Even Bertans hit a three. Uh, Dinwiddie was a little off, but no, you know. Other pieces have to step up. That's the key. Dallas goes as far as the the role players. I mean, that's just Luca's gonna be Luca, and he's gonna get his points. He's gonna get at least thirty. <laughs> I mean, he's proven that. So it just all depends on what are these other guys gonna do, and are they gonna play defense? It's defense and role players. It's that. It's just that simple. Um, I don't know if these guys now they've dug themselves so far into a hole. It's going to be hard to go back to Golden to, to San Francisco and, and try to win two games. They have to win. They have to win two games in Golden State and one at home. Which at home they're great. And you know even Golden State, even at halftime, you know Golden State they they snuck somebody up there and put a hole in the roof and it had water. They tried stopping the. <laughs> they tried to lay in the halftime. No, I'm I'm kidding, but. But you know they, they they had the the stoppage and everyone thought oh gosh here we go now Dallas is going to come out cold and they, man they came out shooting Jalen Brunson came out and he hit his only three right after the halftime and they just kept rolling so <clears throat> uh, it, it, it to me they, they they proved that they could hang with these guys and it's unfortunate because if, looking back man they, there's like I've been saying, this couple games that they could they could really be up. This should be three one. I'm just gonna keep saying it. This should be a three one flip, and Golden State shouldn't even be in this situation. They should be getting uh, destroyed because I think the Luca is such a big star. He is the biggest star in the series. He's do he's outplaying Curry, and you know Curry's had had some games. He's had a game where he game or game or two where he's gone off in the series. But overall, Luka's been the more consistent. He's the biggest star in this series. And he, they just, they they can take them farther. You know, Clay's not Clay. You know, he had 12 points. Um, Curry is a star, but he's not, you know, he's not putting out these crazy numbers that he was. You know, he's, it's, and Wiggins is not consistent enough for, for me yet. He he had 13. He's playing great, but he's not the big star. Um, so it, it's just they 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 have a chance, and to me that I don't know if Dallas can do a run like this. I think it's too little, too late. I said they wouldn't even win this game. <clears throat> so credit to them for for not giving up. They didn't they didn't pack it up. They had every chance in the world to just be like you know, damn, it's over. And and. Would would have thought nothing of it. We thought, oh man, well, how they even get there? But they, I just don't see them winning. Two, they'd have to win two in San Francisco. I don't see that being. I, I just don't see it. But I've been wrong. I've been 
with Dallas, I've been wrong, man. I have been wrong. The only thing I haven't been wrong about is how they win and, and what they and what their keys are to win. It's it's still the same, but I've been wrong every time I said, ah, Dallas is done. Ah, they're not gonna do this. I, they, you know, they proved me wrong with the Suns series, and they've proved me wrong again by winning this game. So I think um, uh, they they got a chance here to do something, but uh, do they do they get it done? I don't know. That is yet to be seen. We're gonna find out. Uh, you know, well, if they can keep this going, I just don't know. And we'll go over the East tonight. <clears throat> uh, we got game number five, Eastern Conference Finals. This has been the the close series, and I say close series. It's two to two. That's why it's close. It's not because of the games have been close because. They haven't. Uh, unfortunately, man, that seems like the running theme of this playoffs is just not close games. It's somebody goes up by 20 and, and just never allows the other team to come back. And it's just like, ugh. But with this series, I think um, it's, who, it's who's going to flinch first, you know? Nobody's flinched yet. It's 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 been haymaker after haymaker after haymaker after haymaker. It's just been... It's just been it's been smash mouth bully ball in this series. Both teams are great defensive teams, and and they and they both shown their defensive dominance in different games. Uh, both teams have gone on shooting spurts where they just like damn everything's going in. They can't miss. Um, but also these teams have been looking sloppy. Both teams have looked sloppy, at, and especially the Celtics. Uh, been on them about the the sloppy sloppy play they've had, and that's what's cost them some games is their turnovers, and there's been some injuries as well. Um, injuries have, have plagued these guys, both sides. We've seen Tyler Hero is out. Uh, Marcus Smart's missed games. Al Horford missed uh, the first game, and we've seen what he can be, especially on the defensive oh. side. Last time with three blocks, and um, Tyler Hero is is coming back. I think that's going to be big. But we we've, we've seen what Miami has done. Um, as in regards to with without him, you know they I, I did like the minutes that was put in last game by uh, excuse me by um, Duncan Robinson. So to me, I, I've been a big believer in Duncan Robinson. You know, he's got that big contract. And not that just because you have a big contract, you have to play. Because by no means, I, I, I like that about Spolstra. Just because you're a, a big contract guy, if you don't perform, you're not playing. He'll play, guys. It doesn't matter who it is. He'll play anybody. You see all the undrafted talent we have that are playing. I mean, a lot of, a lot of these guys from Miami are just undrafted. You know, who? They're, they're, they're called owl players because they're like, who? You know? If you're not a Heat fan, you'd be like, who the hell's Max Struess? You know, who the hell's Gabe Vincent? Never heard of that fucking guy. And yeah, he starts? Wait, wait, wait a minute. That guy starts? Uh, excuse me? Who, who is that? You know, I mean, they, they just, they find a way to get these pieces and play phenomenal. Um, so, yeah, we're going to see here how this is going to play out. Um, this is a pivotal game. Um, it's, it's just been... Haymaker after haymaker, like I said. So we'll see what happens here. I just for sure Jimmy's gonna bounce back, right? You know he's not gonna come back with eight points. He he stunk up the gym. Uh, most of these guys were were for Miami were terrible. 
Uh, just there's no other way of saying it. They were just they were just really really terrible uh, last game. <clears throat> and uh, Bam, we'll we'll see early on if Bam comes out aggressive. Um, I'd say Miami's going to be in a good place to win this game if he comes out and he does what he does where he gets to the top of the key and he's like, "Who am I passing the ball to now?" Yeah, they might as well pack it up. Uh, that shit's got to stop if if you're Miami. You got you got to light a fire under, fire under his ass. And you know we're talking about the story yesterday uh, with uh, DeAndre Ayton, right? About how oh they don't want to pay, they might not want to pay him. How uh, he's not uh, playing right. Uh, the love of the game might not be there. The pass is not there, uh, and you might be able to say the same thing with with now with Bam because it's the same thing. You're not going to sit here and not that his contract's up, but he, what I'm getting at is you're not going to pay a guy like that, and and that's what the production value you're getting. This is just not worth it. That's not what he's able to do. Um, he's got to be the second guy. I keep. Keep fucking digging it in. I keep fucking saying it, and this guy's just gotta just gotta play better. Point blank, period. Take some more shots. It's not like he's missing. He's just not even shooting the ball. You are not. You're not worth the time being on the court if that's what you're given. You're you're there to provide a spark and and be a dominant big that you can be. So it's gotta change. We'll see. That's gonna be the factor for me. Is because <clears throat> I I know Jimmy's gonna bounce back. He's not gonna play like that. He he. he no, he's not going to be happy with himself. Tyler Hero, too, is a big piece. If he's going to be getting these minutes, if he's going to be the sixth man of the year, he needs to play like sixth man of the year. He needs to come off the bench, and he needs to provide a spark because he did it all season long. He can't shy now in the playoffs. He can't get scared and back down in the playoffs. He's, he's got to step it up his game and, and do something about it. So this will be interesting to see. Uh, for the Celtics side, can they can they transition over and, and carry this over? No, you know These guys' teams have been going back and forth. Can they be the first team – to to bring over the last game and bring that defensive dominance into this game and and if they can be the make Miami be the first team to flinch they got a good chance to take this one go back to the garden this is going to be damn hard for Miami to steal one in the garden after that I mean, it'll be a statement if the Celtics win this game I think they win the series I don't think it gets a 7 if if Miami doesn't win this game I think all the pressure's on Miami now they're at home they gotta get a win. If they if they allow this to go back to the garden with a chance for Boston to close out, oh, they're not well, they're not coming out of there. They're not coming out of there winners. So it's on. It's all on um, Miami for me. It's all on Miami. So all right, <clears throat> that knocks out the NBA. Well, let's go to the NFL and. When I tell you this has been the hardest thing I've had to do, I told you guys top five, um, this top five series that we've been doing. And if you're new, go back and check out the other episodes. I did the quarterbacks and the running backs. I think you guys are pretty familiar with how this is going to work now. Um, top five series into wide receivers, and I almost wanted to make this a top ten, but I was like, no, nope, we're going to do top five. We're going to keep it across consistent across the board. We said we said top five. We're going to do top five. But when I tell you, I had a just a difficult time. And it's it's hard now because in the in the league there's so many there's so many great receivers there really is and I think it's a correlation to all the great quarterback play we have you know all these new young guys young talent of crop of talent of quarterbacks coming in and then mix up with the the wily vets that are still there and there's just a lot of really good receivers and a lot of young receivers and a lot of 
stable guys that have been doing it. And to me, it just seems like the crop of, of receivers that we have now is is something something special. I think right now we're in a, a, a real good state in this league, like with receivers and and, and so it, it was just so hard. I had to leave a lot of guys off. So I'm gonna rattle off a, a, quite a bit of honorable mentions. Um. I'm gonna wait to do that. I'm still gonna give you my six, but with the wide receivers, I'm gonna throw in some guys I really love that are doing stuff that I didn't incorporate on this list that I would just want. I want to, you know, put them in there for sure, just because there's just so many. I could have, I could have did a top ten. Hell, I might have been able to fit a top twenty. I mean, <laughs> the list there's just so many great guys, and this is not even including tight ends. And right now, there's a lot of good tight ends, and that are, are playing amazing too and and that'll be next time but let's just go ahead and let's start let's get into it um my sixth guy my honorable mention guy that i just missed the cut and i had a hard time of, of not putting him in here to be honest with a lot of these guys um but he was one that could have been in the top five for sure that i just i just couldn't put him over some of these other guys and that's jamar chase and i know that's going to be like what you know I, i'm not going to go Buck wild into the Jamar Chase craziness that everyone hype trained. I think he's going to be great. Why he did not get the top five for me is he has room for improvement from this standpoint alone. I think he's top end speed great. He's he's shifty. He's he's just he can get open. He's so fast. He's 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 amazing. It's the catches for me. The the drops. Even if you go back and look at some of his highlights that he, of great plays. There's a couple times where he's like bobbling catches that he's make. So the, the drops, the hands for me, that's that's just where he's not into the top five for me. That's that's why he's out of it, is the catches. The inconsistency of the catches. Um it's a it's he's just missing that list. So he's an honorable mention. Uh so, so now going into five is it's a guy that was injured last year, didn't play much, and I almost forgot about him because of that reason. But you can't keep this guy off any list. He's gonna be—he's definitely—he's a, a future Hall of Famer for sure. Um, he's just one of them guys that just is amazing. It's DeAndre Hopkins. The guy's insane, man. The 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 this guy is just something else. Does not drop anything, and I, when I mean that, it's pretty much he does not drop passes. Uh, the Hale Murray, as of recently, if you recall, that was just, I mean, that dude is, is fucking insane. He's got it all. He's big, he's strong, he's fast, and he catches. You throw the ball, he's you, he's catching it. He's, it's just point, it's just ridiculous. The dude is a fucking stud. He's been doing it now for a while. He's just consistent day in. And, and why he's at five is, remember, this is if I'm going into one season, so now injuries, you have to think, you have to factor in injuries. Now he's getting a little bit older, so I have him at five, but he's, hell, any, if you get any one of these five guys, you're, you're good. But I just have him at five at this stage. You would have said a couple years ago, he probably would have been one. Um, But right now I got five. Um, at four, Stephon Diggs. It's, it's a hard... I, I almost left him off the list completely, but then I was like, I, I had to remind myself. I had to go, you know, Stephon Diggs is the fucking man. I mean, he's he's a beast. Um, this year compared to last year, it, like if you go back to last year, so uh, this year, right? And this last year, it's uh, he all he was played in every game, twelve hundred yards. 
10 touchdowns, right? But, man, that what was it last year? He was 1,500 receiving yards and eight touchdowns, and we were talking about, like, oh, man, he should have been maybe the, the MVP, right? We were talking about that, and, like, oh, yeah, never wide receiver's going to win it. So he he's just been consistent. He's been really consistent. So I had to go back and go, wait a minute, I can't leave this fucking guy off the list. Because I, I almost did. I was almost like, yeah, just take him off the list completely. He's just going to be an honorable bunch again. And I was like, hold up, hold up, hold up. This guy's fucking good, dude. Point blank period. Um, he's got Chris routes, catches. His hands are, are are solid. He does have some drops here and there, but what receiver doesn't other than DeAndre Hopkins and Larry Fitzgerald? But, <laughs> um, Stephon Diggs is great. He comes in at four. I like him. Uh, I've always been a fan of him. I think he's was good. He was really good in uh, Minnesota, but now that he's got Josh Allen. You know, he he needs a gunslinger. He, he doesn't need a conservative quarterback like uh, Kirk Cousins. He benefits from being with – I think he fits well in Buffalo, and he's he's just a stud. So I got him at four. Um, number three, Devontae Adams. Um, just an all-around. He was arguably the best receiver in the league. Um, but I have him at three. Uh, and – and and with this list right now, I'm telling you right now, you can't go wrong with any of these guys. It's it's hard to value. I'm at three. Uh, I just think that the once we get to the top two guys, I just think they're just a little, just balling a little bit better. So, um, Devontae Adams, he's just a staple. He's he, he's another DeAndre Hopkins with as far as he don't drop the ball. I mean, he's got hands. He's got great hands. Um, could do any route. His route running is top notch. Not gonna. He's not a like a wow. He's not a speed guy, as in the sense of like top end speed. But when you you ball like that, him and Aaron Rodgers were balling. He was his main man. Um, it's just one of them guys. He's consistent. He's there. And for a while, we didn't really give him. We didn't talk about him. And now I think now he's really starting to ramp it up. How we're we're viewing him. Um, he's just one of them guys that he. He's gonna be there day in and day out. He doesn't miss game. <clears throat> Excuse me. Doesn't miss games. Catches damn near everything. Um, it's hard to say. He he could be he could easily be one. But for my money, I got him at three because of these other two guys. Um, number two <clears throat> might be a surprise. I think a lot of people would have him at one just because of the season he had last year. Um, I got him at two. Uh, Cooper Cup. Just the, I mean, the what? What can you say about this guy that that can't? I mean, just what he did last year was ridiculous. I mean, you want to talk about a connection he had, must have. He has with, uh, Stafford. It just uh, the season he had was just ridiculous and and, and all around spectacular. Nineteen hundred yards. He almost had two thousand yards. Granted, now he got factor in. They're playing an extra game now, so 17 games. He didn't miss a game. He had 145 receptions. That's more than anybody by a, a mile. Uh, I think Devontae Adams was second with 123, so put that in perspective. And he had 400 more yards and five more touchdowns. It's just – he does everything. Um, the routes – you go back and watch his routes. His routes are they're crisp. I mean the crispiest routes I've seen from a receiver. Him and 
him and Hunter Renfro. I think Hunter Renfro is is can evolve into that, but he's Hunter Renfro is more of the slot guy. But the, the routes that man puts on is, is you want to go watch some nasty routes. Go look at uh, Hunter Renfro, crispy routes. But Cooper Cup, I mean, it's coming off that season. It's spectacular, but you can't just base it off. For me, why he's not one, I'm not willing to put him at one. He wouldn't be my first choice just because it's one season, right? So it's one season. I know it's he's finally people will say, well, he's got a good quarterback now. Yeah, that's true. I'm not going to argue that. But if you if you go back from uh, this, this year, Cooper Cup last year had 974 yards. He had 1,000. A thousand less yards, and there's only two games that he missed. So it's for me, it's a consistency. I'm not gonna just be like, oh, I'm immediately just gonna jump on that. I, I you can't just sway me like that. The, the fact that he's even two, he's over a lot of these guys. You could even say, man, he maybe needs to slide down. I could, I could see where he slides down, but just off that year, he really opened up my eyes to Cooper Cup. Um, I think no one looked at him as a at, at the potential. I don't think anyone thought he had this potential. So I mean, I I can say if you have a great quarterback with him, this is what you're gonna get. Then yeah, I have him at two. So it's just consistency. Well, it'll be interesting to see what he does next year. If he if he does this next year, it's fucking okay. Yeah, he could be one. But as of right now, I got two, and I think this is gonna be a surprise for a lot of people. My number one. I didn't even think when I started this that he was gonna be my number one. I kind of just. Started thinking about it and was looking at all these guys and who I thought. And number one for me is Justin Jefferson. And some of you might be like, "What? What do you mean, Justin Jefferson? You have him at one?" Yeah, I really do. I think he <clears throat> gives you everything. He's been consistent. Doesn't he's not missing games. Last year he had 17 games, so he has 1,616 yards, 10 touchdowns, 108 receptions. He's given you that, and he's. He's giving you that production with uh, basically 40 less receptions than Cooper Cup, and he was only 300 yards behind him. So that that's that tells you something there. That's and and now he's doing it consistently. Last year, 1400 yards. Again, didn't miss a game. So he's young. You don't have to worry about injuries. You know, he's 23 years old. Um, so for me, he's he's the complete package right now, and he's and he's the young guy. He's a young guy, and he, he really hit the ground running early. Right, he was just out the gate, amazing, undeniably. He just you really can't deny this guy. He's been doing this uh, pretty consistently now since he's been in the league at a young age. Um, so for my money, he's number one. I mean, he does it all. He's got the speed. He's not Tyreek fast, but most people aren't. He's got the speed. He's got the hands. He's got great route running. Uh, you could put him anywhere. He's a number one. He could also be a great slot guy. You can put him anywhere you want. But for my money, it's just you can't deny this guy. He's been doing it. He's been very consistent early on, and that that tells you something. He's already got it down. And he's not even he's not even in his prime by any means. This is not even his prime. You know, I. For me, the the prime prime years are like twenty. You don't really you're not really supposed to hit your stride to like 24, 25. and then you take it to like thirty yeah, for wide receivers. He's twenty three and he's already been doing this. Like he's already been doing this. If he is on this pace, if he can continue this this pace. He's gonna be one of the best of all time. We're looking back, you know, hopefully no injuries 
stop him or anything like that. So that that's my money. For my money, I'm taking Justin Jefferson. So the t- so my top five, DeAndre Hopkins Hopkins at five, Von Diggs at four, Devontae Adams at three, Cooper Cup two, Justin Jefferson at one. And then, like I said, I had some some guys that I could have made a top ten list with, and I want to give you my my other guys I want to mention that are really great. I think um, Mike Evans. No one gives Mike Evans a lot of credit. I, I don't know why. Maybe he's he's not but he's not loud and boisterous and flashy. The dude's had what is it is it now? I want to say eight seasons now. He's had a he's eight seasons in a row. I think he's had a thousand yards receiving. I mean that's just fucking nuts. That that is nuts. So that guy could have been top five easily. I mean he's just. I mean you want to talk about consistency? That is the definition of consistency. So I, I think Mike Evans could have been on that list. Um, DK Metcalf, I really like DK Metcalf. Not consistent enough for me to even be close to the top five. Um, I think he has potential to be uh, a superstar. I don't know if he is. I don't. I wouldn't say he's a superstar right now. And the sad thing is, I think he's going to regress. He's only going to regress because of the quarterback play in in Seattle now losing Russ. So not that I put that into this. Uh, Top five that didn't factor in because they we're not talking about we don't know what quarterback we'd have right well if you go off my quarterback that I picked um, he he's just he's great but got to be more consistent um, uh, I had Amari Cooper again eh, consistency I he does a lot of things right it's just he's not upper echelon for me um, AJ Brown what scares me with AJ is injuries. Um, He's very – if he he could have been in top five, he's one of them guys that he could have been a top five guy for sure. Um, he's just – that dude's a stud, man. I mean, all-around stud. He's big, strong, fast. He's he's a complete package. Uh, the, only not, the only thing that scares me is, is injuries with him. Um, he's almost going to be like is, – is he going to be the next Julio Jones when it comes to being injured all the time and all that stuff? Um, Debo Samuel. He's big. Everyone talking about Debo Samuel, you know, being great. Yeah, he is. Um, he's got. He's hasn't had the track record yet for me. I'm not. I couldn't just throw him in there just because of the one season he's had. Um, not that he's been playing poorly up until now. He's not a one hit wonder. I don't think. I think he's going to be great. He's and what I love about him, he's a jack of all trades guy. He'll do anything. But that scares me. Um, how how long can he keep doing that? He's going to have to. He, he's going to have to finally sit, settle down into just being a receiver at some point because you're not going to be carrying the load in the NFL. Like this isn't this isn't JFL football uh, where you can be the, the the lead guy and you get the ball every play. Uh, that, that doesn't work in the NFL. You take too many smacks, you're, you're getting too old. Your body's going to you know your body will wear down pretty quick at that at the rate he's going. Um, so he could be in there, and the list goes on. The receivers, C.D. Lamb, I like. Coming up, he's great. T. Higgins. I don't think he's a number one, though. I think he benefited from the Jamar Chase experience. Darnell Mooney, I really like coming up. I think he's a great number two, not quite a number one. Scary Terry, I like. Um, He's really good. I I like Jalen Waddle coming up. I think he's going to be more of... To me, Jalen Waddle's going to be a a Tyree Kill. And with that being said, Tyree Kill, I didn't have him in the list. I think he's great, but not... He's not... all around for me. I just, I don't know. I, I'm not a big, 
don't know. It'll be interesting to see what Tyreek Hill does without Mahomes. Not saying that he's only good because of Mahomes, because he's great. I think just you can't just be fast. I'm gonna, I think his speed really is just benefit. He benefits from his speed so much. Um, not that that's a knock on him at all. It just to me, I don't, I don't value him as a complete guy. He can't make the in traffic catches that a lot of these other guys can. To me, the the top five guys, those are all of those guys are do it all guys. So that's why Tyreek's on the top five, but I like him. Keenan Allen, no one shows that guy love enough. Um, but he's great. Um, this is just, that's what I'm saying. This list goes on. The, the production value of wide receivers in this league is amazing. Um, so that being said, that's that's it there. That's my top five. And we're going to do tight ends next. They are next on the chopping block here. Top five tight ends, which will be interesting. Um, just coming off the top of my head, you know, they got the Darren Wallers, George Kittle, Travis Kelsey, Kyle Pitts, Mark Andrews. So that could be that gets tough, you know. Does Rob Gronkowski get in there? Um, Mike Gasecki's playing really good. Zach Ertz, don't forget about Zach Ertz. So the tight end room could be crowded again. This might be another, you know, just tough one to sort through. Um, so, yeah, uh, um, what we're going to do next, I think, too, I want to look at um, coming up here in the, in the next episode. I think we're going to sit down. We're going to look at the remaining free agents in the NFL. Um, I want to see who's still out there. I want to see maybe we'll play matchmaker a little bit, see where these guys could fit, where uh, where I like these guys. And, and uh, there's still some big names out there. So, uh, Odell. You know, where's Odell going? What's, 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 what's he doing? What's he waiting on? So maybe we'll, we'll dive into that and and see there and then see where we can't fit these guys. Um, who's left? What's Gronk doing? Akeem Hicks is still floating out there. Uh, Julio Jones hasn't found a home. What's going on there? So we'll, we'll, we'll look into that. I think we're going to dive in and, and check that out, see what's left of the last, last remaining free agents, as well as top five tight ends. <clears throat> and, um, of course, we'll be talking about that that. Heat Celtics game. Um, so I think we're going to wrap it up there. Um, I hope you guys have and uh, the rest of your day is wonderful. You, uh, you're conquering the day. Um, just be kind to each other. Uh, if anything else, if nothing else, if you don't take anything from this, just be kind to each other. Love each other, man. Um, life's too short to, to be holding grudges and and, and shit like that. It's just, it's silly. You, you know, sometimes we need wake up calls. I hope this is not that I, I, uh, I want anything horrific to happen, but sometimes we do, we just need a, a wake up call and just, just, just love each other, man. Just call your mom, tell you you love her, your grandma, whoever, just, just give somebody a hug today, man. Go out there and just, just change the world in a positive way. You know, if, um, if everybody just takes the time to do that, the world will be a better place. And so I'll leave you guys with that. I love you. I love you guys. Have a great day. Peace.